episode 94. I'm Forrest Hall. I'm Philip Hall. I'm here with Real Church Matters, because we're talking Real Church Matters, because Real, real church. church Matters. Welcome back, Philip. Welcome. You told me welcome for it, huh? And now I'm hey, feeling yo, welcome. Wake up, wake up, I'm, wake up, I'm, I'm awake now, I'm all awake. Alright, alright, alright. Uh, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling great. It's your first one of 2019? Yeah, it feels like my first one ever. Really? Now, just a little backstory. I asked Philip. Uh, I had a perfect episode I wanted to do with him, and you told me I should say no. Yeah, I did. I did say that. <laughs> but you changed your mind. Yeah, I, I did. I changed my mind because I, I know I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to. You're supposed to. We'll get into it in a second. Let me get the housekeeping. Real Church Matters is the place to be realchurchmatters.com make sure that you can listen there or you can listen to us on soundcloud or on the podcast app on your apple devices you can follow us on social media it's always at real church matters except for twitter which is real church mttrs you can follow me personally on instagram at fsh music and there's links there to my music on iTunes. You can also search FSH on SoundCloud and find it there. How can they get in touch with you, Philip? Uh, Philip Hall underscore the pro, and that's on Instagram. Uh, you can just search my name on Facebook. And, and Hall built on Instagram too, if you want something done in your house or. So <laughs> you said that's too vague. Yeah. A home improvement. Yeah. If you want home improvement. He's a master craftsman, um, and uh, yeah, I can I can vouch for his work not just because I'm blood, but because uh, it's for real. Um, also, if you would like to help us, support us as we continue to build this out and build a vision of it out, you can become a patron. Simply go on patreon.com forward slash Real Church Matters. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Real Church Matters. And uh, give a dollar or more and you'll get yourself a nice t-shirt. The, the next t-shirt is coming out within the next two weeks. They'll be shipped out to all those who are already patrons. The uh, Obedience Over Audience shirts. And uh, if you want one, you just give a dollar or more a month. Uh, and you can do that. If you give $10 or more, you get the t-shirt. And you also get access to some other learning devices and things that... I'll be sharing in the coming weeks. Think that's all the housekeeping. As always, remember it's obedience over audience. Now back to you and your reasoning for not wanting to do the podcast. What did you tell me was the reason? Uh, shoot, I don't, honestly forgot. I know. No, in, yeah, in you my, forget. I just felt. I just felt like it's. It's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. Every time I come on here, man, I, I get to talking. And then right after I get to talking, I got to get to living. And Ooh. it's it's tough. It's it's a tough thing. And sometimes I feel like I'm in a life gauntlet match, like trial after trial after trial. The first two tests be cool. By the third or 19th one, I'm, I'm winded. And I'm like, man, what, 
What's happening? And you trying to figure out what happened and you try to blame it all on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I try to blame it on everything. The everything. podcast. Huh? <laughs> but then you came back immediately and you said, you know what? I got to just, I got to do this. Purpose. Now, you feel purpose. Yeah, I got to gotta make sure I fulfill purpose. You know, I'm here. Absolutely. You know what? And that's what, the reason I do it. And so... It kind of it it ran perfectly with our conversation that we're gonna have today, episode ninety four. The topic is a leading man, a leading man. I want to talk about leadership, but specifically leadership and manhood and how that looks in the Bible, because there are a ton of men who are stepping up and saying they are leaders, but they're not actually leading men. Right. They're not leading men. And they're not leading anybody. They're not leading any men. Yeah. And so I immediately, I was thinking about this because at the time I was doing this lesson, I was reading and watching Kyrie Irving's interview. Oh, yeah. And he was talking about uh, how he went and apologized to LeBron. And he was apologizing to him because he was like, I didn't know what it took to be a leader. And somebody said, I'm glad you're, you understand the weight of being a leader now all you got to do is be one <laughs> right it's <laughs> like you're not there yet you may have understood what it took but you are not a leader yet yeah that's why he's so appreciative because he could see on the outside looking in yeah he's still on the outside he might actually realize this suit called leadership don't fit me yeah. but what do you do to be a leader and a, a lot of men want to lead but I think that uh, we come into a situation where I'm kind of jumping the gun, but I'm going to say this anyway right now. A lot of men think leadership is people listening to them. No, it's not. It's like you're expecting your wife to listen to you at home. You're expecting your kids to listen to you at home. You're expecting your, bo- your, your co-workers to listen to you. You're expecting your employees, if you're a boss, to listen to you. You're expecting all these people to obey the sound of your voice. And you think that's leadership. It's not. It's something, but it's not leadership. So I just wanted to take it from two different perspectives. The first perspective is is we're supposed to have a certain type of leadership. And that can be seen in Luke chapter 9, verse 57 through 62. It says, as they were going along the road, someone said to him, "I I will follow you. He said to Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. I'm adding this scripture in there because I want to make sure y'all first understand what makes a leader isn't the fact that he has everything. Right. A lot of men don't even feel like they can be leaders if they don't have what they deem to be what men should have. So if you're not making more money than your wife, or you not make at the job you want to be at, or if your life is not in the position you want to be. There's people who tell me like, man, you know, God put told me I'm going to be a minister and stuff. I just got to get my life together. Everything always has these specific things. Jesus is making this distinction very quickly to this man. When you say you're going to follow me wherever you go, I want you to know I don't know the destination. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, uh, there's a pressure on men to have the answer. We've got to get out of that. People got to follow you. 
even though you don't know where you're going. We, you get what I'm saying? I'm setting a standard here. Yeah, no. As a husband, your wife should tr- should follow you even though you don't know where you're going. But most of the time, when they challenge mm-hmm. on things, we feel like the only way to get them to go is to show them where they're going, but you don't know where you're going. Where you going? That, that could be frustrating, right? Yes. I mean, it's always frustrating. I think when you sent me this this study <laughs> guide to look at before the, the podcast, I was looking at it, and even when I was looking at it, I had the wrong perspective, and I actually was dealing with, you know, my home stuff, and I was <laughs> trying to lead, like I was trying to lead and not understanding what, it really meant because when we think about leadership, we think about like a hierarchy and we think about a a person who is almost ruling, you yeah. know, the situation. And that's not what he called us men to do. He he called us to uh lead like Christ led. Like he he basically he was leading and he cared for their souls yeah. more than anything. And and that's that's the reason why I'm I'm centering this all around Christ is for that very reason. This one particular two scriptures lets us know somebody was willing to follow him wherever and he let them know, then buddy, I'm the person for you because where are we going? I don't know. <laughs> so I'm glad you want to follow me wherever. Because we're going wherever. We're going wherever. And that's the reality that a lot of times, even when you think of marriage, this person looked you in the eye and said, you know, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. You don't even know what you what you spending. I think you they, know, they got know. an idea, though. They, they feel like they got an idea. Like, yeah, man, they feel like I mean, you got your stuff almost <laughs> together. So I feel like in 10 years, you're going to have it all the way together. All the way. And I'm, I'm, I'm on the ground floor mm-hmm. of an awesome opportunity. But that's not, Jesus was letting them know this is the way my life is. Yeah. And a lot of men mess up like that because we're they're, we're constantly putting on a show, trying to show our life to be something other than that. I, I'm going to tell you, you know, a lot of people are, would not follow Jesus for the very fact that they can't see where it's going. There are people who said no to marriage because they can't see where it's going. And there's men who are struggling right now. And I hope I'm talking to you right now, whoever you are. Who are struggling with life because they don't know where they are going. Cool. They're frustrated and saying, how can I lead anybody if I don't know where I'm going? Because the type of leadership we do is on some other stuff. Yeah. It's on some other stuff. It's not the type of leadership you think. People look at leadership in, in the faith as men of God. We need to look at it differently than we look at leadership in the world. I'm telling you, leaders... Can't lead if you think you know where you're going because you're going to lead somebody to a mistake. Yeah. He said, I, I want to help you out, bro. Like, I want to make sure I tell you this because I need you to learn that following me is deeper than having a place to stay. Almost like Jesus could perceive that this man just was hard on his luck. Yeah. And he just was desperate for Christ. But he's like, I, your desperation ain't needed if you. I want you to understand what what's going on. Well, those feelings come to an end. Desperation is just a, another emotion that that simply comes to an end. Like it's a I lot mean, of, but that's the thing, Phil. It's a lot of men that think they're leaders because they're surrounded by desperate people. I'm not going to call Adolf Hitler a leader when all he did is manipulate desperate people. Yeah, they was down. 
they were down. And these people are saying, I will follow you wherever. And he's like, hey, the son of man don't got a place to lay his head. He said, birds do, foxes do. I don't. Another said in verse 59, follow me. But he said, Lord, let me go bury my father. And Jesus said to him, leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Yet another said, I will follow you, Lord. But first, let me say farewell to those at my home. And Jesus said to him, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom. Right. That said, like that was big to me because I feel like you cannot be connected to the people you lead. Like you cannot be connected. And when I say connected, I mean like emotionally invested. I mean above God invested. I mean like... Once you become that invested, like Jesus couldn't have told that man that about burying his 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 father yeah. if he was if so he had connected. A relationship, yeah, that wasn't the type that is conducive to leadership. Make sure for people to take notes and stuff. Men of God, men who decide they want to lead according to Christ led, understand you cannot have a relationship that doesn't promote discipleship. If you are in a relationship, it has to promote discipleship. Every relationship Jesus was in was conducive to discipleship. Right. Getting people closer to God. Exactly. You the, the People say it all the time. Yo, you can't be somebody's leader and their friend. You can't be a parent and, and your child's friend. You can't even be your wife's friend. Right. As a man of God, your job is not to be your wife's friend. You see people saying it in the vows, they're like, yo, you my best friend. Like, I married my best friend. Like, I listen, you might have married your best friend, but in order for God to become their best friend, you would have to sever that relationship. Well, that's what gets confusing when you okay, when, talk you, about when you hear men of God say, happy wife, happy life, and I'll be sitting there like, well, I don't think that's true. I think, you know, once you start actually leading, you, you start to figure out that you got to say the hard things. Because it's happy God, happy life. Yeah. Man, you, we got to make t-shirts to say that. Ain't no happy wife, happy life. It's happy God, happy life. You want to know why? That's how Jesus moved. He was a leader. That's why he could say to somebody, bro, you going to go bury him? That's fine. Let the dead bury the dead. Yo, why you calling me dead? You dead to me. I got things to do. Yeah. I got a whole mission I'm on. You either get with the mission or you're not with it. Right. This is how we lead. We lead through discipleship. A call to follow here meant a call to learn from Jesus. They said, I want to follow you. And he, he immediately went to class and session. Yeah. He immediately went to teaching. The dude said he want to follow. He said, listen, let me tell you something about me. I want to see the men who engage with people. And are teaching them Christ. That's a true leader. In the same way, he I don't still don't understand if Kyrie understands what leadership is. But you see how how LeBron, no matter where he's going, he's trying to coach and teach these kids. Yeah. He's trying to coach them up. Why is he trying to do that? Because that's how you lead. You lead by teaching. There's no other way. You don't lead by giving orders, you lead by teaching. Yeah. I'm sharing this, Phil, because there's so many husbands who I see are frustrated with their spouses, but they're not teaching. Even when they talk about teaching, they be like, yo, I need somebody to teach her how to cook. 
Well, they care too. They they care too much about the response, man. Like I feel like you can't you can't care about the response if if you're a leader. I feel like you have to plant those seeds and move along. Move like, along. You can't even be there for the response. Jesus sat there with the response. He didn't even respond to the response. You notice he didn't say a reason why this dude should stop not go to bury his father. He didn't give a reason why this dude should not say farewell to his people at home. All he did was teach. That's it. He said, bro, oh, you got to bury your father? Let the dead bury the dead. Because his feelings ain't even invested in it. And, and once you become a real uh, but leader. But he is. Yeah. Oh, let, let's say that. Let's package that up nice. <laughs> his feelings weren't, Jesus' feelings weren't invested in people. But he was. Right. Yeah. Think about that. My feelings are no longer invested in my wife. Yeah, but, but I still, am. But you still, you still are. If anything, more than anybody. Because because I no longer am out to make to feel good. I'm out to teach you. Yeah. Imagine that. That's why they keep telling people like, you know, do you go in college? And they say uh, there's still rules in college that professors cannot uh, have relationships with the students, and they still do it. But there's always been that rule. The reason being, yes, this is a consenting adult. She might be in her 20s. He might be in his 20s. But at the end of the day, it's going to be hard for you to teach someone that you're invested in. Right. In the inappropriate way. Right. You have to create these distinctions. So you might teach them. I don't think that men know their place in the span of their relationships, how to be in someone's life and be invested in them without looking to gain anything emotionally, anything physically or anything monetarily, all you're trying to do is honor God by showing them the way to God. Because the second you, you cross those boundaries, they don't see God anymore. Yes. Yeah. They see a different intention. That's not who I married. I married a man who could put it down. Yeah. Well, I don't want to put it down no more. Now I want to pick you up. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, because I put it down and then we we putting it down when we fighting, then we putting it down when we in the bedroom. We never picking each other up. We're never teaching. All I want to do is teach you how to cook. I don't want to teach you how to serve God. Right. All I want to do is teach you how to make me happy. Nothing <laughs> eternal. Nothing <laughs> eternal. Nothing eternal. You can't even remember the, the, the if your wife cooked for you every day, you couldn't remember what she made you this time last year. No, because it don't matter. Because it don't matter. You can say all day she don't make macaroni like my mother. She can make macaroni like your mother. Matter of fact, let her make macaroni that kills your mother macaroni. And I'm going to tell you, you still going to struggle with never being satisfied because you're looking for something that ain't in the macaroni and it ain't in her. Right. But that's where men got to start to walk in this leadership. Wherever I am. I understand Jesus called men to learn from him. They didn't know what he meant by follow. Right. Just like men don't know what they mean when they want their wife to follow them. I I really didn't know. I started, I, we had a conversation, me and her, and I said, you know, what does it mean for a husband to lead you? Because I, I wanted to ask her because, you know, I know what I got in my head. I wanted mm -hmm. to see what she had in her head. And she was just like, I mean, you know, we, we, we talk about stuff and, and, you know, we we you'll get the 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 say on some things and, and but they everybody wants to skip to decision making. Yeah. This was scary. Jesus ain't make no decisions. 
Nah, Everything he said right here was a reflection of what his father told him. Yeah, he just he just made people think. Even with the man, no, he, I mean even when he making decisions. Yeah, he said, "Can't wait, gotta go." Why? Because he was sent. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's different. You know how when you know you don't want to go to the party anyway. Yeah. But you can really say you can't come because you got something to do. Yeah, it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. I think that's the beautiful part now because it's no, you know, that that doesn't really leave space for arguments or my way versus your way. It's not, yeah, it's not my way or the highway. It's God's way. And I can't assume that you're going to see God's way. I have to teach you to see God. If, Phil. If we, if your wife can't see God's way, it's because she can't see God. How is she going to see God if you just keep trying to point her to his way? Right. Right now, let's learn about God. Yeah. That's a leader. Right. Well, how can LeBron teach this squad to be a championship team if they don't do the basics? So he know I got to teach them how to be a team before they could be a championship team. Right. I got to teach her to serve God before she could ever serve those things that God is putting on my heart to call her to. What did he say? He said, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom. He was teaching. Yeah. He could have just said, yo, if you do that, I ain't going to be banging with you no more. This is what I told you to do. You know? He understood this man got to obey God like he is. In order for him to do that, he had to teach him. Right. So he just teaching. He just teaching leadership through discipleship. Everybody wants to have a relationship. Now, I'm telling you what type of relation to be in. We're not in a fellowship. We're not in a friendship. We're in a discipleship. Right. With everyone from our spouses to our siblings, our kinfolk to our Friends, we are in a discipleship. All, all equal. I think that's the best, biggest mis- misconception is just like... People sitting around having conversations about decisions that ain't y'all's. Yeah. I, sometimes you got to let me make the decision. Sometimes you do. What we talk about? What decisions? Because I can't make none. I'm asking God to lead us. Well, what you say, God say, I don't see it. So matter of fact, let's do this. Let's not do nothing except for come to a point where we both agree on who God is and what he's saying. Right. Let's learn. Let's pray. Let's pray. Fast. Let's talk about it. <laughs> this is where we at. We in relationships with people. They're demanding things now. We're trying to come through because we think that's leadership. And all it does is stifle the whole thing because we just a bunch of impatient people not seeking God. Right. Confusion. Man, if people listen, we try and help men be better husbands right now. We try and help men be better leaders in the church. You cannot lead people in the church if all you want to do is tell them what to do, but not tell them how to do it. You're not teaching them. Don't tell me to be a fisher of men and then not teach me how to fish. That's what Jesus did. Right. I don't, I don't understand men of God who say all this stuff, but they don't live a life that reflects Jesus. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, it's 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 when you look at your intentions more than you know. We can make excuses for a lot of things. We can make excuses for practically everything that we do, and and just be okay with it. But one of the things that you know Jesus has been impressing 
on my heart and, and I've been really like thinking about is the fact that I mean the way he led had to be done that way because a lot of people counted on that a lot of destinies a lot of like the whole I mean just growth just people's growth and purpose in God think about that God created your wife or your children for a purpose. You need to be a vital instrument in unlocking that purpose. That's leadership. That's leadership. Yeah, that's Can all. Can you unlock the pur- purpose of a person? Not in your life, but in the eyes of God. Right. And sometimes they don't even make it to that. They just like, they, f- they sign up for a marriage and then they just fulfill a purpose man, for look, somebody else. Look at Lot and his wife. He was a faithful man. He served God. He led by example. And he, he got to the point where God spared him and led him out. Now, he, his wife followed him as he led. But he, he never, she never turned her heart like he did. So she turned her head. See, he said it right there. No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom. Lot's wife looked back. She turned assault. Lot is not a failure. Right. He's not a failure. He did what he was supposed to do. But I'm going to tell y'all, if at, at this stage of the game, if we're not teaching people, then we can't expect them to effectively follow us without turning back. Right. It's not enough to say, follow me. Follow me, sweetie. I know the way to salvation. Follow me. I know the way to prosperity. Follow me. I know the way to peace, to joy. You can know the way, Phil. And say, follow me. And when you turn around, you'll see nothing but a pillar of salt. Right. Why? Because she turned her head. Because you have to not just make someone follow you. You have to show them what they're following. And I still, I st- I, like, when I read that story, I still feel like it was Lot's fault. It's not his fault in the sense that he doesn't know what we know. Yeah. Because Jesus came to show us how to be fishers Amen. of men. Right, that's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? We, we gotta we, always remember that yeah, Jesus came to start the the progression of man. So we 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 are without excuse. We are without excuse. All Lot did was obey God. She she well she I feel like she didn't trust the God that was in her. Absolutely, because it wasn't the same God that sent him. Because yeah. she didn't understand God the way he understood God. Right. So can you imagine the frustration of trying to pull a wife or pull a friend? Somewhere that they haven't understood in their heart. And then you wonder why they turn around. Now, we can get caught up arguing semantics about why they should listen to you or did not listen to you. At the end of the day, even when they following you, they can end up less than what they deserve to be. Right. Because their heart never left where you pulled them from. Right. Yeah, you know, they say you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. You can hear, listen. You you your job is not to do that anyway. Mm-mm. That's your problem. Your job, Jesus' job, wasn't to turn a, a hoe into a servant of God. His job was just to love and teach. Love and teach, and That's let it. the let the teachings of God change who they will. Because Somebody, because because it's 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 just that he he'd be a liar if it it didn't happen. If you were teaching and loving. And somebody, and they didn't turn. That that makes God a, a total liar. It makes liar. him a liar. See, when you get upset because people don't do what you want to do, that's because it's your word and not God's word. 
God's word turns hearts. Your word might turn a head. It might even turn a body. Roll an eye. It might roll an eye. <laughs> but one thing it ain't going to do is turn a heart. Yeah, that's true. Even when they do what you want them to do, their heart still ain't in it. In it. This is the this is the unfortunate part. One of a few other points that I want to make: men should follow the lead of Christ by being discipled by His Word. A man can't lead anyone in His Word if he is not a disciple of God's Word. Men are too focused on leading people and not focused on who's leading them. Yeah. How many men you know so focused on being a leader, but the person leading them is their self? Focus person leading us is our desires. Person leading us is our pride. It's inconsistent. It's inconsistent. Because you can tell this person all day, you know what? I want you to come to church. I want you to serve the Lord. In my house, as for me in my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Man, do you know what serving the Lord is? Well, see, why well, was it tell you? <laughs> you know? <laughs> if they have the guts to, some people rule with an iron fist. <laughs> Some That's people true. with an iron fist, their wives ain't honest to them. Yeah, well, yeah, I did wives would be the first person lying talk about. You don't know my husband; he a man of God. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you. But are, they see. But I, they see that though. I I feel like I feel like one person that always know the truth is 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 us. Like as as men, as women. I mean, as humans, like we could we could convince everybody something, but in our heart of hearts, we know. Like I I know if if you know I'm playing basketball and I didn't cheat it down the floor or something like that or I know if I'm I'm doing a job and I didn't cut a corner and somebody coming in and compliment me it don't matter what they say mm-hmm. I know in my heart of hearts that I wasn't true I wasn't and it wears it wears you down I don't care who who it is but you know where that come from desiring to follow Christ's lead that. Engagement in your heart comes from that. If it's not there, how can you challenge anybody else to live up to a standard without the heart for it? Right. We keep trying to challenge people to live up to a standard that they don't have the heart for and neither do we. It's like trying to lead like a man and then somebody find out you're a coward. Once they find out you're a coward, they're like, yo, I ain't following this man. Right. He don't got the stomach for it, but he tried to make us do all the work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's like, yo, we got to go tear these, these dudes up. They're like, all right, let's go do it. The first time they see that man get knocked out, when they say, he said, yo, we got to go tear these dudes up, they're like, nah, nah. Wait, we, gonna, we might tear them up. We ain't doing it with you. Yeah. Right? We get, so it's impossible for us to fight and drag you home. But that's the reality in the faith. There's too many men getting knocked out by their desires, but yet they have a desire to lead people. Right. Come on, man. You are not a son of God unless you are led by the spirit of God. Romans 8, 14 says, for as many are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. A man of God is a son of God. That means the man of God is led by God. You can't lead nobody to God if you are not led by God. God. Even when we say we want things, why do you why do you want them? Is it because God put it on your heart? My wife should all give me sex when I ask for it. <laughs> Just I help me out. Help me understand what part of your engagement is led by God. 
Yeah, that's real. It is important that we change who we follow before we look to lead because it will show us where we are leading people to. Matthew 15, 14 said, let them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into a ditch. Now, why are you going to make your wife follow you if she got to follow you into a grave? I mean, I've been there before. I mean, like even with GPS, like I've had people hop in the car and be like, all right, we following you to wherever, such and such. And then the first thing you do, like, you don't even know where you're going. Yeah, I'm, I'm the type. Somebody <laughs> said, we was in D.C. They was like, yo, I'm following you back. I said, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. I don't know the way. And I'm sweating. Even with the GPS, I don't know the way. But that's the pressure of pride. Yeah. Will cause you to be like, all right, y'all, follow me. Pull that like, thing Good up. God Almighty, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> call in the middle while you looking at the GPS. Now they know. Like you this. panicking? Yeah, it's it's too much pressure. This is the pressure. We we take it out on on people. Yeah. Husbands take it out on their wife. Absolutely. You don't know what you' supposed to do. You ain't serving God, but your wife keep asking. So you just grabbing ideas out the blue. Well, this is what we're going to do. Sweetie, we're going to get locked up. I understand. I, this is what I got to do. Man. I mean, it's the danger in New Year's. I, like, I hate New Year's because mm-hmm. it's just like, man, it's New Year. We're going to do this, that, a, and the third. And you don't want to be the party pooper because yeah. you you know, like, man, God had a lot up his sleeve 2018 that yeah. I ain't know about. So I, I better keep quiet because, like, I really don't know where I'm going to end up. And let me help you out, man. Let me use a, use the... Uh, analogy you can understand Don't be pressured to renovate With no blueprint That's real <laughs> You're going to find yourself In a bad situation yeah. And we do constantly Because we feel the pressure to make changes Without a blueprint to change by Or according to Your wife come to you and say We need to do things differently in this house Y'all should be like Great and go pull the Bible out but but no, we just want better without being better. So you just start searching. And then the, the danger in that is when you, you, you start hurting one another. You start searching and you start hitting snake eyes. And then she oh. start looking at you like, man, I could hit snake eyes by myself. By myself. If I wanted to fall into a <laughs> ditch, I didn't need somebody to lead me there. I can find a ditch myself. That's yeah. all we're saying. Yeah. He said, let them alone. See, y- y'all don't understand. We got to let people who want to be blind. I'm not talking to the men who are still blind in their pride. There's certain men that's going to hear this and they ain't got time for it. Guess what? You continue. I'm going to leave you alone. Con- I don't even know why you listen to the podcast. You, you continue to lead-, lead your wife to a ditch. Lead your wife to not being able to, to have peace in her heart. I ain't even talking about hitting mortgages and, and paying bills. I ain't talking about none of that. I'm talking about the internal turmoil that causes us to spew venom and poison on each and every person around us, including when children are involved. The biggest question is what happens when you die? Like, if, if you, you, the only connection to God is through you, like, what happens when you leave this earth? What happens when their only connection to God is through somebody who act like they got a connection with God? Then they meet God and be like, bro, that that dude was nothing like this. The blind leading the blind. The blind leading the blind. Men have 
have been eager to be leaders without realizing in their eagerness they are blind. You ready to come through, you ready to leave, folks, but you're blind. I want to open some eyes right now. A man that is not led by Christ, discipled by Christ, is a blind man. No one should follow this man anywhere. The end is destruction. For 2 Timothy 3, 6 says, For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead silly captive women laden with sins, led away with diverse or diverse lust. He's letting you know, a blind man is always leading people to destruction. And it's easy for him to do it because he's leading people to sin who are already led away in what? Sin. Already. Already. A man just happy somebody listening to him, but don't understand if you don't serve God and she listening to you, both of y'all a mess. Now, if you don't serve God and your wife say, I'm not listening to you. It should challenge us. Instead, we want to pull out the Bible we not living and say, the Bible says you should be submissive to me. Y'all can play with those scriptures. I'm going to tell y'all right now, shame on any man that want to lead a woman into a ditch just to be right. I mean, it happens all the time. <laughs> it happens all the time. I'm sorry. Women out here. Listen, women. <laughs> I know you listening. This ain't just for men. Challenge your spouses. Challenge the men in your life. Challenge your brothers. Challenge your pastors, your ministers. Challenge them as to where they stand in God. I don't like being challenged. I know you don't. I don't like. I just. I, I know mean, you I, don't. I mean, a lot of men don't like being challenged. But guess what? The only fix for it is to live a life that's. To, it's just a. It's just a follow. Be disciple. You cannot disciple if you not disciple. Yeah, that's true. You cannot. I'm not listening to LeBron if he ain't a student of the game. Yeah. My brother is a student of the game. You know that not every player that plays the game is a student of the game. Nah. But that brother is a student of the game. I'm going to listen to him. I'm not going to listen to somebody who go 0 for 16 on three-pointers. Teach me the final points of three-point shooting. Yeah, that's dead. If if it, there's a, a master class out right now, Steph Curry. Why is he teaching a master class? Because he is a master. Yeah. At what he does. He ain't even old yet, brother. He didn't already proved he is a master at his craft. Yeah. I'm going to listen to him. We want people to listen to us without being a master of ourselves. We can't even control ourselves, but you want to control another person. That's true. You can't even control your deepest desires, but you want to control a person. Man, that's crazy. That's crazy. And and I'm going to tell you. The reason I titled this a leading man is because women, they, they, they go to those movie theaters and they see Denzel and they just go crazy. Yeah. They are in love with the leading man. Men like Denzel, when they play in movies, he always command confidence and authority. They already know the answer. They know what to do. You look at a movie and they, they don't even care there's plot holes in it. They don't care that he don't know how this person got killed. He don't know who did it. But by the end of the movie, he know all of it. Mm. How did he even know the first place to go? He, they, these people walk with such authority. We love a leading man. Yeah. But we don't know how to be leading men in our own lives. I'm pretty sure a woman may not understand or appreciate 
a man led by God, but I know that by the end of her life, she will appreciate it. Absolutely. She might not appreciate it in her young, dumb stage, in her blind stage, she might not appreciate it, just like many did not appreciate Jesus, but that does not exclude you from the fact of walking in something greater than yourself. Being a man, we, without God, lead people to instability. Second Peter 3.17 says, You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, take care that you are not carried away with the error of lawless people and lose your own stability. That's why I said I'm talking to the women for a second and the men and anybody who is under leadership of somebody. You got to be careful who you let, where you let people lead you because they can lead you to instability. Through what? Error. Yeah. Error. They just saying stuff. It's not truth. It's not grounded in truth. It's not the spirit of truth as we talked about in Bible study. Since it's not the spirit of truth, it might even be truthful. But since it's not the spirit of truth, there's many things. Let me put it packaged it this way. There's many things that people say that are truthful, but are not full of truth. Right. And because of that, we lead people to instabilities. So you pull out the scripture and tell your wife that she has to be submissive to you, but you make her submit to you as you throw her to a ditch. That's the spirit of error. Yeah, definitely. Oh, man. Men that don't submit to God submit their wives to heartache. This is unfortunate for the woman who wants to honor God, so they submit themselves to their husband. My heart goes out to him. First Peter 3 and 1, I'll use the scripture in case you, so you don't even have to go and, and spend the rest of the 30 minutes trying to find this scripture. It's First Peter 3 and 1. Likewise, wives, be subject to your own husbands so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives. Yeah. He's saying the role switch. Now the woman is leading the man through her discipleship with who? God. Uh, yeah. Because she, she got to be walking with God to like be going the wrong way and just be. And be, be covered. Yeah. Because it, it's showing us this, this flips, Phil. It could easily say, likewise, husbands, be subject to your wives. What, what is he saying? Subject. Tend to them. Care for them. Connect with them. So that even if they don't obey the word. He said, it may be that it feels like it, their choices are causing destruction and turmoil. But he says, what's going to happen is your conduct will win them. Right. Why would God tell you that if he's going to let you fall into a ditch? He not. He not. There's a second part of this leadership. First, we, uh, first we allow God to disciple us, and then we understand it. Through that engagement with God, how to lead people is through discipleship. So the men of God that followed Jesus begin to be the leaders who have caused other people to follow them. Yeah. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we have to first be disciples. But the other part of this is leadership through fellowship. A call to follow here meant a call to learn how to follow Christ. Christ-led men called others to learn from Christ. 
1 Corinthians 11 and 1 says, be followers or imitators of me as I am a follower of Christ. What is he saying? I got to follow Christ. And then with authority, I can give people a proper viewpoint of who they should be. Yeah. Do you know that when I sit with men and ask them, how should your wife look? They list out all these things that are gender specific. Yeah. No, definitely. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? They list out all these things that are based on the fact that this woman has a vagina. Yeah, I mean, even the cooking and cleaning. The cooking, the cleaning, the sex, the paying attention, all of these things, the nurture, the care, the femininity, all these things that people want and desire. Y'all can have those discussions another time. But today, what you are being an example of is a follower of Christ. Right. That has nothing to do with her gender. Yeah, because those things stop. Those things stop, and when they do, like, cause they they are gonna stop, <laughs> and when they do, it 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 begins to wear on these these men of God. Even when they say they they want, uh, I need the pastor to talk to my wife. Why? The outcome. I'm trying to figure out how the outcome that you want is just for her to cook dinner. So why even take her to church? You need to be taking her to a hypnotist. Yeah, or you know, Paula Dean or something. You know, what are you taking her to church for? Your intention is not even for her to be a woman of God because that's not what you want. Right. That's not what you want. But the men of God got to be looking for people who are followers of Christ by showing them how to do what? Follow Christ. It's a wake up call, though, because like one of the things I, I start to realize is I start to see like a lot of men die. And then their their families, like their wives and kids, are just like left there. And you know, you get to see how they run around and just they can barely fend for themselves. But then you didn't even teach them to fend with their faith, right? So it it, it gets sad. Gets and, sad. And like nobody wants that. So it made me like challenge myself. Like, you know, are you teaching people how to be connected to you or are you teaching people how to be connected to God? And and you know what? I believe that when it solves every problem, when you teach someone on a human level, just to be a follower of Christ, you're going to then see them be led by Christ who can then tell them how to work out the gender-specific roles that they have. Yeah. Better than you can. It'd be crazy when I see men saying how a woman should dress, how she should talk, how she should think, how she should do that, all of this stuff, and none of it is reflective of the scriptures. I saw a meme the other day, and it said it had five women, and it said it had steps of different scriptures that these this woman was reading. And mm-hmm. as she was reading them and growing, her clothes changed. Mm-hmm. So she started out half naked. And by the end, she had on a long dress, a sweater, the whole nine. And she was like, they was like, this is, this is what a, a woman of God looks like after she studies the word and becomes a disciple. Nah. And I was like, y'all, y'all crazy out here. Man, those skirts lift up too. Man, (laughs) should sit there with that long skirt on and sit there and still not honor God or you in a way that warrants approval of God. 
I mean, I seen some church women, especially the old ones. They, man, they, they some it's rattlesnakes. All, but it's all a cop out. Yeah. Because we think, as men, we're presumptuous enough to think we know how a woman should look to God. You don't. Because God is not looking at, his approval is not connected to our genders. Mm-mm. His approval is connected to our obedience. And guess what? His word is unisex. Man, I need to put, I got to put that somewhere. Yeah, you do. God's word is unisex. The way that his word looks in a man looks the same in a woman. So when we are saying we're leaders, it doesn't matter whether it's through your wife or your children or anybody. It has to look like you showing people how to follow Christ by showing them how you follow Christ. Even as a man, we wouldn't allow that. If we, when, like, when we play in sports and, and a person who's team captain don't really know how to play, they be just barking out orders and stuff like, get over there. Like, like, nah, you playing shooting guard. You like, man, dude, you can't even dribble. You don't respect them because they not fit for that position. They not. And it got to feel the same way, like, for wives, because they, like, they looking at you and they sizing you up, whether they tell you or not. Like, they, even if they, they went to a few church services, they didn't hear enough word to know, like, man, this dude clearly ain't walking. Like, and, and don't really care because they feel like he's something I can work with. But that's the meme right there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my it's, God. It's the foolishness. <laughs> But the reality is, is that when we go by what we see, we are missing the point. Hey, what was the first scripture, though? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to send it so you can look at those scriptures. <laughs> it's oh foolishness. God. I sent it to somebody. They said they they looked through all the scriptures. They, and and she they had didn't. a tan on the first one. <laughs> yeah, she pale on the last one. But the reality is, is that that's not leading somebody. That's actually putting ourselves in a dangerous game. Of trying to play God, well, we supposed to serve God. You it's a lot of pressure, oof. though. It's a lot of pr- like it's a it's it's a lot of pressure to kind of throw that out there. That's what really why I, the way that I've been feeling lately is just like you know it's too much pressure. Like it's almost like being a president in to sense. try to lord over somebody's life. Yeah, heavy is the head that wears the crown, and guess what? This crown ain't fit for a mortal. So you try to lord over people and wonder why you got so much pressure on you. Yeah. You try to lord over people and try and figure out why it's so much resentment in your relationship. Because you try to lord, you try, don't be lord. Show them who lord is and show them how to serve them. I felt like I had a good heart about it though. I felt like I didn't. I never cracked the Bible open to to really understand that leadership role. Nah, but we cracked that Bible open to crack over somebody's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you you try <laughs> you try to find like different scriptures and to stuff finesse that, it. To finesse And then you You don't really understand The the role that God Was talking about So You know In your In your walking Or in your order That you're trying to proclaim Like it's not even backed By the person you say You 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 walking with This the wild thing It's funny Because as men We so logical And practical That we really do Try to do How we do Fixing a house You see something broke You get the manual You read how to fix it and you go fix it. Yeah, it don't work like that. Don't work like that. You don't get to look at your wife, see she's broken, open up the Bible, get the instructions, and get to work. That's not the way this works. Man, listen. That, you think people ain't using it like that. 
It don't even work like that. This ain't Harry Potter. You don't get to just open a scripture, say it in front of your wife, and she gonna automatically do what you're desiring her to do that ain't even reflective in the scripture. Man, listen. So man pull out her scripture to try to get his wife to let him have sex when he want. She said, yeah. So that's, you, she said, yeah, I, I read that too. And I'm not. <laughs> and then what you about to do? Cause 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 it can go down like that. Like, you know, she can be a woman of God, she want, but the reality is. She'll you'll read them scriptures and she'll be like, all right. And I've no. I'm not no. I'm I'm not rocking with I'm you. I'm not rocking with it. Cause it just because you turn pages don't mean you turn hearts. Don't mean it. Look at this. It says, instead of men should be leading by calling people to imitate their lives, not obey their orders. Instead of calling people to obey you, call people to observe you. I love, I, we do a lot of talking. I love to put things in simple bite size way. If you want to be a leader, men, this is what you need to do. Stop calling people to obey you and start calling them to observe you. Don't say, listen to me. Say, watch me. Yeah. Your house dirty? Clean. That's what you got to do. You, you want to eat? Cook. Cook. You, you want to love? You want love from this person? Love them. I'm going to tell you where the trap come in, though. The okay. trap is once we start walking according to God's word and these things, you start doing those things and then they start doing them. And then all of a sudden we st- we let down our guards and we begin to think that. Because they never, their intention isn't the same. <laughs> yeah. See, Jesus' intention <laughs> is to actually lead people to heaven. So he didn't let up off their necks. Right. Even when he died, he came back. Why? Because they did exactly what you said. Once, once the cats away, the mice will play. These brothers went back to fishing. <laughs> he had to come back. He said, "Stick your hands inside my hole, the hole in my hand. I'm real. Yeah. Now I need y'all to. You say you love me. Feed my sheep. That's it. Feed my sheep. If you say you love your wife, feed her. The word feed. You know what I'm saying? Well, I love her, but you know she don't listen to me. She emasculates me as a man." No woman can tear down the type of man that God is trying to build. Right. Oh, goodness gracious. No woman can tear. A woman can only tear down the type of man you put up that shouldn't have been there in the first place. Right. You get what I'm saying? Even with Delilah, the type of man that she tore down in Samson, he never needed to be who God wanted him to be. All he had to be is have a heart towards God. And not towards those women. And he always would have abounded in strength. That's how once he submitted himself to God, he gave him the strength to tear down the building once again. We miss these opportunities to lead because we miss opportunities to let people observe. Yeah. Even when you upset with your wife, it's an opportunity for her to observe. How you handle it. Exactly. When you lose those observations, you have lost leadership. Every moment is a teaching moment. I, I mean, when she don't feel like getting down with the get down, and she want to see how you're going to respond, it should be. Good night. <laughs> Good C- night. Clap your hands. Tell Siri, cut the lights out. <laughs> Good night. Siri, lights out, please. Man. Pull, pull your pants back up. Cause y'all, y'all real aggressive out here. Y'all come already naked. <laughs> Some ice cream, man. Read the word with her. At read that the, point, 
Cause she that's a that's a actually a good opportunity to read the word to her because at this point she like, I mean, I don't wanna do this right now, so I'll man, he'll read the word. Sure, let's rock with that. I'm trying to figure out how this man operated by himself all his life, but once he got married, he couldn't do nothing without her. That's true. Men don't even want to pray without their wives. That's true. So you see me in here praying, you ain't gonna join me? Brother. Sometimes you need to do things yourself. Pray yourself. Open the word yourself. Like you said, proposition her. Let her see you proposition her for something other than sex. Yeah. Hey, hey, sweetie, would you like to study with me? I found this awesome scripture. I just want to dig in. No. Only time you proposition her, hey, sweetie, sweetie. Can I? Jesus after dark. <laughs> this, that's this, that's this is the reality, right? So so how different do you sound between a man of God and a and a dude on the street? And a dude on the street. It's, she get the same thing. She go home, she she go to work all day, she get cat called, and she go home and the cat go wild. Yeah. But it's a different type. It's a different type <laughs> of, of aggressiveness. It's a because it's a, when you feel like you own something or, yeah. or she belong to you, it's a different type of aggressiveness. That, exactly. That, and, and it ain't nowhere. Leadership no word. is not ownership. That's another thing people gotta understand. God called you to manage. He did not call you to own. We are not CEOs. We are managers. Yeah, my kids don't belong to me. My the kids don't belong. Don't. My wife don't. If I had a wife, my job don't. My business don't. None of this stuff belong to these me. These are all things I got to remind myself. I, I mean, like, honestly, like, these are things that I constantly remind myself because the emotional part of it, you totally got to do away with it. And you actually have to detach from even dealing with her emotions because, you know, you want to lead her to a place where she can't see. You got to, we got to leave relationship and start fellowship. Yeah. Just, just follow Christ. And watch her follow him as you follow him. I really don't see too many relationships like that. I, I know I, you and, don't. And I, I'm gonna be honest, like even in, even in church and stuff like that, I, I I always see this barbaric view of like how men view like being a husband and and their wives gotta yeah. follow them and you know. And when, when the house is running ruckshot, the first thing they do is call upon your pride. You'll hear pastors say, "Man, your house is a mess." You got to stand up as a man. What do that mean? Because they, they pump these men up and then they go home and wreak havoc. <laughs> havoc, Philip. All in the name of Jesus. We back at the Crusades all over again. I want to be challenged. I mean, at this point, like, it's a fast turnaround. At, at one point, I didn't want to be challenged. At this point, I want to be challenged. Yeah, I want the I questions. I want you to be challenged in the word. Yeah, I want the questions. Your wife can't challenge you in the way that we talk about challenge. When when we had that conversation, you say, she challenged me with everything. What are you saying? I, I'm telling her to do stuff, and she say, why? Or no. Or I got a better idea. That's not the challenging that Jesus did. Yeah. Jesus walked up to people and said what he was going to do. When they said what they got to do, he said, okay, okay, that's it. I'm telling you what I got to do. See, that's leadership. God called me to do this. I can't budge on it. If you're not down with it, it's all right. But it's not up for debate. Well, you just running my life. No, I'm not. You have freedom to do what you want. See, the men are always backed up against the wall because they're threatened. That they can lose it all But they don't understand The Bible tells us If you're not ready To lose it all You ain't fit For the kingdom of God 
are you, Philip, are you, do, do you believe that much in what you feel God called you to do that you're willing to risk it all? Yeah, I mean, I've lost it all. Uh, but but it, it has to be like that yeah. in everything. Yeah, everything. The level of intensity even. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not in the adamant sound of my voice. It's in the adamant nature of my conviction. Right. This is where men miss it. They get louder. They get aggressive. I'm tired of these men of God that's just aggressive. Take that angry stuff anywhere. Jesus was chill. He said, oh, uh, let the dead bury the dead. This guy went anyway. Yeah. He went anyway. That's on him. But I feel like they're aggressive about the wrong thing. Like you, you that aggressive, and but you'll let all these spurs up in your house. And, and just, can't, because you can't swing on them. Yeah, these they, you you look like you look like the dude off Boys in the Hood. You just swinging in the air. You you not really interested in dealing with spirits. Your whole family being tormented. You're not interested in that. Kids went in the bed. There's depression. There's all these things going around. And if you can't choke it, punch it, kick it, or sleep with it, or eat it, you mm. ain't interested. Yeah. You gonna talk about what's on your plate? The fact that she she even made frozen pizza for the third day in a row, but her heart is cold. Her heart colder than the DiGiorno, my brother. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> no worries. Because I think I think I as a man, care. as a man, you start to feel like like, and this is an honest view of how men think. Like when when you realize that you can't make her happy and you can't give her joy. And you can't give her peace. It's a sober moment for a lot of men mm-hmm. because they 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 feel like they should be able to do that. But on, the only person that can provide those things is God. That's it. That's that's. But you, knowing that your pass passive nature and saying, you know what, I'm gonna serve God and obey Him, and seeing that as a pathway to results is what. It's causing the most discomfort in men. Right. I didn't come on here uh, 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 in this life to not grab the bull by the horns. But you, you ain't no, I know you a man, but you got to understand to God, you a sheep. Right. He expects his sheep to move. Y'all not no wolves. You're a sheep. A sheep that is under a shepherd. Men keep thinking y'all the lions. I keep seeing pictures of men talk about they lions. Yeah, they didn't put their heads on lines. They put their body on line. You want to be everything but a sheep. And then you wonder why the great devourer who seeks and moves like a roaring lion is tearing up your house. Because in order to defeat the lion, you got to be the sheep. Right. I mean, I everything begins to if make sense. If I already have a title for this book, I swear to God, I would just use that. <laughs> everything makes sense. I mean, it's start it's starting to click for me. One of the things that God started to use is he he used the fact that like my work, I'm very prideful of my work. Like when I do renovations and things of that sort, people get frustrated. Be like, man, I don't see how is it taking you this long or. Why the preparation has to go? Why you gotta do this? Why you gotta do that? And I don't even mind the, the questions. I just be like, "Hey, it's cool because this is necessary to get the finished work." But you know, God started dealing with me about my my own home because, like, I want it fixed now. I yeah. want it like, and he like, man, you gotta set some groundwork. You gotta prepare. You gotta 
read the word. Like he he put that in the Bible. You got the husband supposed to wash his wife with the word. Like he, people not doing that. They washing them with something else. Yeah. And, or, or because they come home and ain't no bath been drawn for them. The we missing it. Leadership is gone. But we gotta bring it back. The men have to be leaders of the home. The thing about it is the only thing that moves people is the word of God. So if you're not speaking the word of God, your words don't move nobody. The first thing you see is a man frustrated. Our dad used to come home. He was a very intense guy. But he'd be frustrated when he just spoke and nobody moved. He'd be like, oh, so I got to say it again? Bro, you could say it a million times. I might even do it. But yeah. my heart ain't in it. Right. And he's not, he's not, he doesn't want that. Like, he doesn't want that. Like, God don't really want that. I, I, I was going to ask you that the other day. I was like, right. man, like, how many people think they love God because they fear God? And it's really going to be like, yeah, a lot. Like, yeah, your daughter, she, when she, she said, I'm scared. When we was having family Bible study, she said, I'm scared. I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, I don't want to go to hell and I don't want my daddy to go to hell. And I'm like, we don't think about that. No. You know what we think about? We think about loving God and how we can love him better. That's it. Nobody told me that when I was a kid. I was scared to death. Yeah. I, I was scared of a God that don't rule from an iron fist. Right. He rules from a loving heart. That's what he ruled from. That's like somebody walking up to you and say, Forrest, listen, man, if you kill 20 people, man, you're going to get locked up. You're like... I don't really care because I don't plan on killing 20 people. (laughs) Like, I don't plan on disrespecting God. I just plan on loving them. So, like, I don't even need to think about anything else. Matter of fact, all I'm thinking about is how I can better please them because that's what I do to people that cause me to love them. Right. I was, I, I think I was forging that. I was forging that conversation with my wife, I was saying like, I said, you should love me better than anybody. <laughs> I said, like, I get that God love stuff, but when it comes to husband and wife, it's a special type yeah. of love. Like, and it's not, it's not biblical. It's not. I'm a, I remember being at a barbershop when I was younger. And this guy said, this woman loved me like nobody else. And I'm thinking of it in the purest way because I'm just a young kid. But then he goes to expound on how her love was like nobody else. He like, I mean, we we blank blank four times a day, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, is that the love like no other? He just didn't meet a, a, a other that did it five. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We, I'm telling you, when even when men are calling for love from their spouses, they are never doing it in the way of Christ because he only called for the love of God. To come through us And as much as y'all love sleeping with y'all spouses Under the auspice of being married In matrimony Of course As much as y'all love that And may enjoy that That is not a reflection of God's love That's a reflection of What he has given to humanity God's love I can't even is, call that love It's a hundred proof It's a hundred proof Can we can we come to an, a, an agreement That sex is not love Absolutely I wish people would understand it's that. Cardio. Number one, if anything, <laughs> on the, if you did the top 20 things, I think cardio would probably be 20th. <laughs> number one, to, to just take it from the scientific, number one thing it is, is a means of reproduction. Yeah. 
That's what it was. Now, for some reason, God decided to make this act of reproduction. Mm-hmm. One that is connected to pleasure. There are many things that we do that do not elicit that pleasure. I got to go to the bathroom every day. Yeah. If I got the feeling from sex that I... <laughs> Did I got got it from doing the bathroom? Do you know that every bathroom will always be occupied? Right. But if for some reason he connected it to this, this act has a feeling with it, but we cannot mistake that feeling and that physical biological response Mm -hmm. as love. Right. As love. So men always say it too. They be like, listen. You know, my wife don't let me like make love to her. Listen, what she don't let you do is insert something in her at a time when she don't want nothing inserted in her. But you are always free to love her. Yeah. <laughs> Matter yeah. of fact, when she says no and you respect that, you just made love. Yeah. You know what? I- <laughs> yeah. Because, 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 she, you know, it, it, if her heart is hard, don't, don't, don't <laughs> wrong time. word while we talk about sex. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if her heart is hard, like, why would you be? Yeah, it's just, it's just, <laughs> it's just understanding like certain things, and because I'm a husband, and I've been in those those cases where, like, she's she like, man, I'm gonna just go ahead and, and do it, and I, and I'm sitting there like, man, this ain't. This not even. This not gonna be fun. This is and, not. <laughs> and here's the thing: your your gripe will be that her heart's not in it, but her heart don't have to be in that either. The the desire of a man should be that the woman is doing these things out of a heart that honors God. the relationship that mm-hmm. God put together. Yeah, that's 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 where it starts. Not at. that she desires or lusts for you. That's very pedestrian, yeah. very elementary, and we can lust it for someone. Anybody. It's not an indicator of love. That's real. I mean, okay. <laughs> people's people's DMs be like overflowing with like with foolishness, foolishness, and you know if you if if the aim is for your wife to do that, man, like why would you want that? Why would you want it? And all of this is leadership here, because you could teach your wife. Yeah, we can teach by honoring what matters most. We can say when you show somebody that their body is not the sole focus and purpose of their and your engagement with them, or they're feeding you, or bathing you, or tending to you after a long day of work is not your sole focus for them. You can lead them to Christ. Right. That's what men look like when they don't lord over people, but they serve the Lord. That's episode 94, and that's a leading man. I'm Forrest Hall. I hope I helped in some way. Yes, I'm just trying to help you by giving you things to think about. But if you got questions, you can always go to askme at realchurchmatters.com, and we can get into it. But I feel like I'm just sharing things to challenge you. So like I said, I'm Forrest Hall. And Philip Hall. Philip Hall, who is married. That's why I brought him on as a married man. So you could you would tell me if I was saying something that don't isn't applicable. Nah, it's all applicable. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all real. And, uh, and I'm not editing this, so um, I don't know how many people actually let their children listen to this, but 
As we close, I want to remind you, Jesus after dark. Episode 94, Elite Man, Real Church Matters. Be blessed.